I'm Ashley. And I'm Lacey. And this is United States of Murder's very own Wacky Wednesday. All right, the big 5 0. Woohoo! And a train is <laughs> Yeah, do do. Wacky Wednesday 50, we did it. How many do you have? I have a couple today. So do I. Long ones, short ones. Both mine are eh, kind of short. Both mine are eh, kind of long. Okay. <laughs> you can start. Now I'm worried we have the same one. Maybe we don't. I don't think we do. Okay. I'll start with... Is Do you have an Arkansas case? No. Oh, okay. Then we this don't. is an Arkansas one? Yeah. And people are messaging me about it like crazy. <gasps> you probably already know. Uh, maybe. <laughs> okay. So mine happened in Georgia. Mm. So are you ready for this? I am. Are you sure? I hope so. So, uh, C. Anderson went home with her mother and grandmother on Wednesday, just 10 days after coming into this world during a car accident on the way to the hospital. It was unbelievable to me, said grandmother Chris. That baby is a miracle. So, just before dawn... Kristen told her mom she was feeling sharp pains. She grabbed her 14-month-old daughter, Ty, and the three of them raced to the hospital. Chris was driving, and Kristen was in the, in the middle row seat of their Chevy Tahoe with Ty, who was in the car seat. It had been raining, and in the darkness, Chris hit a patch of water and hydroplaned crashing into a side entrance of a Hindu temple into a building. Yes. She says we're trying to get to the hospital so she could give birth. What she told the cops when the cops showed up just a few seconds after the crash, his body cam video is recording all of this and everybody's confused. Where's the baby at? He asked. We don't know. Chris cried. I was trying to get her to the hospital. Kristen remembered sitting in the back seat trying to deal with Ty, who was in the car seat. She's, you know, 14 months old. She doesn't want to be in there. She's trying to get her settled. She's in labor. Mom's driving fast because, you know, her mother is driving fast because she's like, she's in labor. I got to get her to the hospital. Follow me to the hospital. And they had the accident. So... She says, that's when the baby popped out. Popped out? And I was about to grab her. What? And the next thing I know, the car just went and everything was going crazy and glass was breaking. Oh, my goodness. Uh, what do you mean it popped out? First of all, did you not have pants on? <gasps> I mean, for, I'm being serious. Like, how did, how does it just pop out without? I mean, she was in out. labor. So, you'll find this out. Because I, I found like this it's out. Be like twenty four hours of hard pushing. I didn't realize my body was pushing when it was pushing. My mom's the one that told me. She's like, "Get back in bed. You're oh pushing." God. I had no idea. So Ooh. I mean, I'm closing my legs until the epidural hits. <laughs> doesn't doesn't matter. I'm like it's not never too late. <laughs> Try anyway. <laughs> so the SUV comes to a sudden stop. And it was the new mom that took charge. She got everybody out of the car. And her mother, Chris, explained that's when she told me, I can't find the baby. There's an umbilical cord. I mean. I gave birth and I can't find the baby. And from that point on, grandma loses it. 
So the officer is standing there and he's like, what, what the fuck? Like, he's so confused. And so he's going, where, where was the baby at? In her womb, the grandmother says. She was giving birth. So once out of the car, the car smoking, Kristen climbs back in and she's trying to find this newborn baby. So she goes back in the car. She says, I'm trying to look for my baby. And I'm holding the other one. So she's holding the 14 month old. She's digging through this wrecked car that's smoking, looking for her newborn. Oh my gosh. So the police officer is searching the area around the car, worried that the baby may have been thrown out during the crash. And it's just, it's just chaos. So grandma's just standing there. She says, I can't do anything. I'm just about to lose it. So. A few minutes later, the police officer finds baby Sia tucked under the middle seat. What in the world? She wasn't crying. She was just peacefully laying there awake. This newborn baby. That's why I call them our angels because they were just there at the scene and they took charge and found her, said Chris. Sia was born prematurely weighing only 3.9 pounds. Holy crap. But Kristen said that's typical for her family, that they had planned a delivery scheduled for later on that week, which is crazy to me. My baby in my belly weighs over four pounds right now. 3.9 pounds. Mm -mm. So she went home with no medications. She weighs four pounds now. And everything is like nothing happened. Everything, she just came out normal. How did the umbilical cord break? Just through the commotion? I, I mean, mean, those things look like... they. You've seen people cut them on TV like it's... It looks thick. I guess everything came out. I don't oh, know. Gosh. So, anyways, it... That better not be my birth story. Girl, I could... Labor is scary enough, but add in a car accident no. on top of that, and mm. you just had your baby and it just flew... Out? I don't, I just can't. I mean, it was a second, right? I can't see mine just coming out and me being like, oh, I you know. hope. I wish that's not, I'm, no. There is a whole video I saw oh on Lord. like a Reels thing, and I saved it and I'm going to send it to you. It is crazy. It is like his footage where he's talking to them and he's like, w- but where is the yeah, baby? That's what I would have been like. What do you mean? Where's the baby? Where's the baby? And they're like, we don't know. It came it out, and then we wrecked, and it flew out. out. So we, don't, and then you're just digging through broken glass and everything in the car, and you find I can't even believe that a tiny little baby under the seat. Uh-uh. <sighs> crazy. It's a wild birth story. Yes, it is. It's very crazy. Oh goodness. Okay, go. <laughs> okay, I'll do an, my icky one first. Oh, no. And it's from the county I grew up in. I don't know this man. (laughs) I just want to make that clear. Thank God. I saw it on my Facebook and wasn't going to cover it, but my sister-in-law sent me the article. I got this article sent to me by like three other people. So I'm like, okay, okay, I'll cover it. But it's gross. Oh, boy. A 55-year-old man named Theodore Morgavin III. No, Theodore Morgavin III. Yeah, he's a third. (laughs) from Midway, Arkansas, was arrested on October 8, 2023. 
So, a couple of weeks ago, a Baxter County Sheriff's deputy observed a vehicle at the Midway store and lock. According to court documents, at 1245 on October 8th, so this is 11 minutes away from where I lived growing up. In high school, we called it the Y because the road split to go to either Midway or Mountain Home. I know where you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know exactly where this place is. I would meet friends there and we'd mm-hmm. go. Yeah, I know exactly where it is. Well, the vehicle was rocking and the deputy looked inside and saw that Theodore was having sex with a stuffed animal. Shut up. <sighs> yeah. Turn. I mean, it could be worse. It could be worse. It could have been a child or an animal. Oh, God. I thought you were going to say it was an animal. No. Well, I don't know what type of stuffed animal it is. They didn't disclose that information. <laughs> I don't even want to know, honestly. And I don't want to know if it's his or someone else's. So it turns out Theodore already had a search waiver on file from the Arkansas Department of Community Correction. So the deputy searched the car and found a purse containing two marijuana pipes, one syringe, and three grams of meth. So he was booked into Baxter County Detention Center, and a bond was set at $5,000. This Monday on the 16th, he appeared in court. That's why it circulated big time in the headlines. He pleaded not guilty. He's due back in court on October 30th with a tentative trial date of February 26, 24. So having sex in your car, in public, even if it's with a stuffed animal, is considered sexual indecency. I mean... A lot of people on one of the Facebook threads were like, but was it illegal? It's like, yeah. You can't just... You can't have, have your wiener out yeah. any in anywhere like, other than your house. Anyone can peek in that car and see. Yeah. You. Yeah, that's public. He should have done it in his own driveway. Yeah. I don't know. that Maybe that's illegal. If it's in your driveway. I don't know. But... That's my short and sweet story, but yeah, it's from my hometown county. You're so proud, I can tell. <laughs> the meth part didn't surprise me. I'm like, yeah, that checks out. But the stuffed animal sex, I'm like, ooh, I'm just glad I don't know this man, don't know that last name. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Okay, Mom, this one's kind of long. Okay, I'm here for it. Um, An Airbnb guest has been dubbed the tenant from hell. Have you seen this? I don't know. Is it about a squatter? Well, she's been squatting. In California? Yes. Yes, I've heard about her. At a luxury guest house overlooking the hills of L.A. for more than a year and a half. Yeah. Squatter's rights, man. And refusing to leave unless the homeowner pays $100,000. Yeah. So here's my thing. What's to keep any of us doing that from doing that when we go? Like if we would have stayed, when we stayed in Nashville, that Airbnb was sweet. What if we all just refuse to leave? There's nothing that they can do? I guess it would depend on Tennessee's law. California has, uh, I don't know if the term is squatter's rights or not, but they have, well, they protect situations like this. So I think it's kind of a state-by-state thing of depending oh, sure. on how the rights like the are. Laws? Ugh, that would be the worst thing ever. Yes. So this woman named Elizabeth rented a long-term stay at this guest home in September of 2021 for six months at $105 a night, which brings the total to $20,000 and some change, mm. which is a lot of money. So her Airbnb stay was to end in April of 2022, but she's been living there ever since. So over a year, a judge ruled that under the city's rent stabilization ordinance, that the owner has no legal reason to evict her under LA's recent 
recently adopted just cause ordinance and would be required to pay her to relocate. That is insane. I just did a quick Google and squatters rights are known as adverse possession laws and they exist in all states of the U.S., but they differ between each one. The main goal is to discourage the use of vigilante justice. Because if landowners are allowed to use violence or threaten violence to evict a squatter, it could escalate, blah, blah, blah. But it says California has the most lenient squatters' rights. Mm-mm. Yikes. So her attorney says that she should not pay rent and should instead be paid back the $20,000 for the price she paid to rent it originally because the city never approved the guest house for occupancy and its shower was constructed without a permit. Oh my god. So gosh. then get the fuck out. So then leave. That's so weird to me that so, that's yes. okay. His attorney argued that $100,000 is probably the cheapest way of him getting out of this whole ordeal. Yeah. That is so Yes. The landlord broke the law and tried to make money by renting out an illegal bootleg unit, said her attorney. So then move out. I just don't get it. So after he was caught, instead of doing the right thing, he resorted to bullying, harassing, and filing frivolous lawsuits against my client. Well, how can he fix the shower if you're living in his house and can't get in there? He just wants her out. Just get out. Can he... Like be in that house at the same time and just I mean I I, I don't know say, I'm written it out to someone else and they're gonna stay in this. Well, so his attorney said yeah. she's a tenant from hell. If she's right, the theory is that half of the landlords can't. I mean, you can't impose it. You can just live rent free forever. So I know that's, you guys have a condo. If they just decided to stop paying nightmare. rent, you still have to pay the mortgage on that, but they don't have to that's pay you so shit. Crazy. Yeah, I, I couldn't imagine something like that happening. So according to court documents, the two were cordial the first few months she stayed there in the guest <laughs> house, exchanging niceties and, you know, when their paths crossed, sharing tea and small talk on <sighs> deck that separates the main house from where she's staying, like the guest house. Oh, so he's like her next door neighbor. Yeah, it's like a guest house Holy that's crap. connected. So the trouble apparently began about five months ago, or about five months into her stay, sorry, when she complained that her electric blinds stopped working. When he went in the unit to repair them, he noticed water damage and signs of mold around the sink, which he claimed were not there before she moved in. He offered to pay for her to stay at a hotel for five days while his contractor handled the repairs, but um, she didn't want to do that. He even offered her $1,500 towards any other hotel because she didn't want to stay at the ones that he Mm. offered. And that's dangerous. She refused, saying, I don't feel safe being forced to vacate with a housing disability and the high high risk of COVID-19. So she was worried about COVID, so she didn't want to stay in a hotel. So she didn't want to leave. She cited L.A. County's COVID-19 tenant protection resolution and a 2011 doctor's note about extreme chemical sensitivities that she had. That she wasn't wanting this mold fixed. Yes. Still Uh trying to be nice. He then offered her to stay in his home instead, but she declined, saying that she had an extreme disability due to cat dander, and he had a cat. 
So now she claims in this countersuit that he inappropriately invited her to move in with him. She's making it sexual. He just wants to fix the mold that's in the house. He's giving you other options already. Yes. So now tensions are growing throughout the rest of her stay. When it becomes very Mm -hmm. clear she's not leaving or allowing any access into the unit, he reluctantly agreed that she could stay through April the 12th to give her time to find another place. She asked for more time. I told her that wasn't possible since I had it rented out. He had reservations where it was yeah, already rented it's an coming Airbnb. up. Yes. She still wouldn't leave. So he resorted to getting the city housing department involved and filing motions to evict her, which in turn, she reached out to the Department of Building Safety, which found code violations and that it wasn't approved for occupancy and it had an unpermitted shower. So it's just like tit for tat. Yeah. She then sent a complaint to the housing investigator alleging illegal eviction, harassment, and refusal to pay for her relocation fees. He tried. Yeah. And this is all in emails where he was emailing her saying, you can stay here or you can stay there. If you don't like those, then I'll give you this much money to go towards another place. But I'm not putting you up in the damn Four Seasons. No. So, the housing investigator concluded that because the unit does violate city codes, that he had to withdraw his eviction notices until he could prove the guest house was in compliance. I can't go in and make it into compliance if she's not going to let me in. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. So, he was recently fined $600 for not complying and fixing the stuff. Oh, of the house that he, she will not let him into to uh, fix. So he's now suing her in two different cases. Oh, my gosh. Uh, damages complaint for $58,000 in paid rent and an appeal to the judge's decision to dismiss the eviction case. So his attorney says, this isn't about one ruling. This is about the entire foundation. If she's right and he rules in her favor, then you can rent an Airbnb for two days and then refuse to leave on the third unless the landlord pays you to leave. That's what essentially she's doing. That is, I can't. Yeah. Crazy. She says that he has inflicted emotional distress, unlawful business practices, and violated L.A. County's COVID procedures. She claims he knew about the potential mold problem before she moved in and he has harassed and intimidated her to leave the rental by doing unnecessary construction, placing rotting bags of trash outside her door, shutting off her water, and unlawfully entering the unit. Get out <laughs> of my house. If you hate this so much, leave. Did she not have another home or anything? I don't know. But she's still there. What in it's, the world? It's like her door is a few feet away from his daughter's door so he's like i just want her out it's like war of the roses you ever see that movie it's old it's got like kathleen turner i and think so it's kind of the same maybe mm-hmm. not they're divorced but or they're going through a very tumultuous yeah. divorce and like neither one of them want to leave the house so they're just making it a living hell because they both want to stay in the house crazy this is a nightmare it, i can't even imagine who does this sort of thing Someone I mean, that wants to live rent free and get money out of it. I, I guess. take that back. I know some pretty entitled people that would probably do the same. That's shit. just so weird. 
It just reminds me of those cases that we've covered with the uh, squatters. Like, yeah, wasn't it, there a show about it or something? There probably is. I, I swear I've watched a show about it. Oh, no. It was the, it was your froggers. No, it was the neighbor, the, the neighbor show. It had all the different cases of the net. I think it's on Netflix. Oh, yeah, when they wouldn't, wouldn't move out. He wouldn't move out. Yeah. People yeah. refusing to move out. Nuts! Just leave. God. It's okay. petty. It's weird. It's very weird. It's I very weird. I don't know. I hope that. <laughs> that's a nightmare situation. Mm-mm. Go ahead. Go. So my second story is about a New York school bus driver who was fired after she was caught drinking a white claw on the job. Well... Just one? Uh, just one. She's good. But this was an innocent mistake. Oh, God. Yeah. So 60-year-old Long Island resident Amal Hannah said she accidentally grabbed a White Claw instead of a regular non-alcoholic seltzer from the fridge that she shares with her roommate before she went to work that day. Uh-huh. She's currently undergoing chemo treatments. Oh, and, she... No. And if you don't know, chemo treatments make it very hard to taste anything. Anything. So it was like she was just tasting fizz. Yeah. Basically. She said she didn't even notice it or taste the alcohol at all. But when someone saw the can in her cup holder, she was immediately removed from her route. She said she doesn't drink and the label didn't make her question anything. No. It was her roommates. It was just all the different waters together. So she didn't think, oh, this is alcohol or whatever. And it was clear. Yeah. She's been a bus driver for 15 years without incident, and oh. now she's worried about becoming homeless. So the Suffolk County Police Department said she won't face charges, but that doesn't mean she'll get her job back. Hopefully they'll give her her job back. Like, she wasn't, like, knee-walking drunk. No, and it was literally one white claw, which I know, obviously, school bus drivers can't drink, but... If she had blown, she would have been way under the sure, limit. Sure, yeah. But also, I mean, come on, she's in chemo. She can't taste anything. Why would she be drinking alcohol? If she, she doesn't drink, so she's not yeah. going to know. She's never been in trouble before. No DUIs or anything on the record. I'm like, that sucks. Well, and those White Claw cans are... Because Max has grabbed one before yeah. thinking... And they make a million, but yeah. every brand now, so they all look different. So I don't blame her. It's like energy drinks. They all like kind of look the same. Yes. Way. Just sucks. I'm like, hopefully she does. If this job doesn't work out, she gets another one because that is, least, yeah, it is. Do you have a wacky story? I don't really. No, nothing wacky for me. But we had a ride in today. Oh, so we have a story. Oh, well, good. Read that. So Sarah J emailed us today and said, "My gosh, do I have a wacky this week? <laughs> good, good. Glad someone has a tale." But she said it's more of an embarrassing story. But funny to everyone else. I hear you. That shit happens to me all the time. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, I found a pimple in a not-so-normal place. My ass. <laughs> that actually is pretty normal. I'm, I feel I mean, like... For me. <laughs> I mean, I've had them. I don't know anybody that's not. They hurt, They too. do hurt. So, as any reasonable person would do, I texted my boyfriend to let him know about my ass pimple. Little did I know he was broadcasting his phone to his TV in his living room, and his entire family saw the text about my ass pimple. Oh. And I can never face his family again. Hey, she didn't send a pic at least. Oh my god. 
that family's like, oh, dear, ass pimple. <laughs> oh. That's something, yeah, I mean, we've that's all a, had an embarrassing yeah. moment like that, but that sucks. It could have been worse. It could have been a picture of your ass. I have a friend, and I'm not naming any names. Mm-mm. She got a piercing in a particularly private area mm-hmm. downstairs. Uh-huh, yeah. So she took a picture of it <laughs> to send to her husband. Uh-huh. Because he was like, you're not going to do this. You're not going to oh do this. She's God. like, yes, I am. So she was like, ha, 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 he, 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 took a picture of her whole monkey to send to her husband, whose name is a G and a R. But instead of sending it to that person, she sends it to her grandpa <gasps> because oh she was nervous. She took a picture of her cookie oh and was God. like, just like first two letters pulls up sin, oh, you know, like no. she's just like trying to hurry up and send it. He grandpa. Oh no. Who texts her back <gasps> and says, I'm not really sure what I'm looking at, oh, but I don't think this was meant for me. Oh. <laughs> Throw the whole grandpa away. I couldn't I couldn't deal with that. I would just say, I'm never seeing you again. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm never seeing you again. <laughs> I would have lied and been like I would have too. I would have been like Oh my God, I just Googled this picture or my friend sent me this picture. Yeah, I would, I, to- I totally, would totally it off. lie and say it wasn't yes, mine. Of course. 100%. Because your grandpa's not going to believe you get your. No, no grandpa would. Two so I'd pierced. be like, no. Th- oh my. Or I'd be like, <laughs> I take advantage of the fact he's a grandpa. No offense, grandpas. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, I had some spam bot take over my. Oh my I would God. Lie my, I would lie, lie, lie. I like just got dog. the same picture. This is yes. so weird. Someone hacked my phone. And everybody and in my contacts. Everyone, everyone in my contacts got this vagina piercing picture. But really, to me, that seems like the most painful piercing I could ever think of. Oh my gosh. I don't know. This one, these would hurt really the bad. I feel like. Too, yeah. I don't want to do, I don't want to pierce anything. I'm just going to be honest I with just, you. Even I'm, the ears. I'm like, I'm good. Too old. Don't want any more things. I need to be comfortable at this point. Uh, same. Well, we got another message from Crystal J. And she said, so wanted to say I loved meeting y'all at True Crime Fest this year. <gasps> Thank you. I forgot. No, I'm just kidding. We didn't forget <laughs> about that. We love meeting you too. She said we needed to watch Hellier on Amazon Prime. Spell it. Hell, like the place. Uh-huh. I-E-R, like Hellier. Oh. It's about aliens, mysterious disappearances of people around the Appalachians, and how it could all be tied in with the elite. This sounds right up your lally. I mean, this weekend, <laughs> this weekend, it's on. She said it's probably one of the best docuseries she's ever watched, and it makes you really think. I'm going to watch this. There's aliens, there's mountains, <laughs> there's the elite, the disappearances. I, that sounds interesting mm-hmm. to me. Thank you guys for writing in. We love suggestions. We do love it. Quick question before we sign off. Have you figured out a Halloween costume? No. I'm having such a struggle this year. I haven't either. Mostly because I hate wearing anything right now. And I'm like, do I have to incorporate a pregnant belly in it? I feel like you Be do. Be a cookie monster. Oh, my God. That was one of our trivia questions. <sighs> that's, that's true. Have you haven't either? No. At Max is going to be... a one of those blow-up dinosaurs. Kim <laughs> got him that costume. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. But for school, they're doing um, eras. 
So, like, each grade is a different era. And I think interesting fourth grade is, I think it's the 80s. I love a theme. 80s is pretty easy. Which I think is cute because he does have that long hair. I'm like, you're going to be. Oh, he can work with that. We can do, we can do either one. We yeah. can do, like. Rock star, or oh, that was surfer me. dude. Oh, or, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm thinking he's he's the most non participating kid though. <laughs> he just thinks he's too cool. He doesn't want to do shit. Like yeah. they were supposed to wear orange shirts today for Unity Day, oh. and he was like, "I don't. That's dumb." I'm oh. like, "You're not being unitied. You're not being very <laughs> unity of you." Put this orange shirt on and oh. show that you support everybody else in your school. Oh, man. That must be, must be a boy thing. Yeah. He does not. I love doing all those things. Yeah. Red Ribbon Week was so fun. That was a fun week. He is not about it. He's like, I am not dressing like a Christmas character. I'm like, oh, please. I'm not wearing pajamas to school. I'm like, oh, come on. I always had a fear that I would be the only one wearing pajamas. Did you ever? Like... That was an, a fear I, of mine. I, see, I've had anxiety since I was a child. <laughs> at baseline. I'm like, it's just going to be me wearing pajamas. No one else's. That never happened. But Yeah, I uh, wear legit pajamas that I could go to the store in. So I never worried about that, even as a child. Yeah. I'm like, I need grandma pajamas. Yeah. So join us next week for more tales of wacky crimes and criminals to help you get through your week. Bye. Bye.